Welcome back, my favorite family of degenerates, to uh, Talking Units, Season 5. We are moving right along here into week number three of the 2022 season. Uh, as always, I am your host, The Gunslinger, coming to you live from uh, a new state this week, North Carolina. We've done California, we've done New York, now we're in North Carolina this week. Uh, as with me, as always, is my illustrious co-host, DB, who we will get to in just a minute here. I uh, want to recap for the folks Last week, I went 2-2, two and two. DB went 3-1, and one. first 2-0 and oh on the Warhammer of the season. So on the year, that brings us to a very pedestrian 6-6-1 six, six and one on the pod. As always, we don't double count wins, we don't double count losses, only unique games that we're giving you. 6-6-1 six, six and one on the year, and 3-1 and one on the Warhammer, so we are off to the races. Also, if you listened last week, the Friday Night Delight, Louisville outright winner as a little bonus play for you as well. DB, my boy, how are we feeling? Good, good. Like I said, we're playing ourselves into game shape this year. Three and one last week was nice after a disappointing week one. I was calling six and two for the lads, but, you know, we're going to have to settle for a two and two from you. That's all right. I'm thinking we, you'll be able to get back to it this week. Uh, I would like to point out I haven't had a Warhammer loser, so I am two and all on the year doing the heavy lifting on the three and one Warhammers on the year. Just to point out. Uh, we all also, just as a reminder, 67% lifetime on Warhammers. That's our best bet over the course of four, now going on five seasons. And we are three and one on the year. So as always, if you're going to listen to us on one thing, go ahead and listen to those Warhammers. Um, we got a juicy ass slate for you this week. Uh, I'm going to also put this right up front uh, because it, it is Friday. So for those who listen to this pod, when it's posted on Friday, uh, we're going back to the well. Uh, I don't know if this is going to be one of your plays. So I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but uh, Louisville double dip on the Friday night delight. If you hit it last week, go ahead and roll it over and throw it onto uh, uh, the Friday night delight this week. I've already hit it. I'm in North Carolina, which is not a legal mobile gambling state. So I have to hit it ahead of time. I'm already on it. Florida state hype is a little too high. Go ahead and take Louisville as a Friday night delight. But with that being said, let's go ahead and get into the real picks. DB, why don't you go ahead and lead us off? I will, before we start, say that I'm putting it at minus 210 that we have the same war, same war hammer this week. Minus 210 that we have the same Warhammer? Yeah. All right, cool. Well, as always, I have no idea what your plays are, so I'll find out just as our listeners do. All right, I'm going to start lead with... Off, no, lead off with your Warhammer, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lead off with my Warhammer. Go ahead. Lead us off. Come on. All right. For my Warhammer this week, I'm taking Fresno State um, down to plus 12 and a half. 28% on Fresno State, 72% of the cash, four-point line move, indicating heavy action. I've been looking for an opportunity to fade Lincoln Riley and... The public perception being that USC is completely 100% back, and I think is a little bit too much. Like I said, looking for an opportunity to get on this on the other side here. Give me Fresno State plus 12 and a half for the Warhammer. Love it. Uh, we we do are not going to have the same Warhammer, but I absolutely am on Fresno. What are you giving? What are you giving it out at? Is it 12 and a half right now? It's counting down to 11 and a half on most books, um, but Fresno is absolutely one of my plays. Let's just go ahead. We'll, we'll go ahead and throw it in there at 12 I'm and a half. I'm seeing a lot of 12s, a lot of 12 and a halves. Why don't, we, why don't we split the difference and call it 12? All right. <laughs> All right. We'll go, ahead, we'll go ahead and give that out at 12. But, no, I completely agree. This is a mutual play. It is not my Warhammer, though. Um, yeah, like you said, they opened up as 16 and a half point dogs. It's down to 11 and a half. I do see some variation in 12 plus at some books, 70% of the tickets on USC. Like you said, 70% of the cash on Fresno, uh, tough loss last week versus a sneaky, uh, talented and experienced Oregon state team. But, um, I think, uh, 
USC is just not a letdown spot. You know what I mean? Like this is just not the definition of a letdown spot. This is a definition of a get up spot. Additionally, you have QB Jake Hayner, who is by any metric, one of the best QBs in the country. Uh, he's a California boy. And he has come out and said that he's disappointed that he never got a, uh, an offer from USC. So it's for him to play in the Rose Bowl. I think this is an elite opportunity to fade Lincoln Riley and USC. So uh, we'll call Fresno State plus 12 as a mutual play. I mean, and uh, you're, the, you're numbers, the numbers don't get any more pure than 28% of the bets, 72% of the action. That's incredible. Yeah, absolutely. One of my plays. Yep. And like I said, I had to take, I had to all of my bets yesterday before the pod. So Fresno, I'm already on. Uh, and I absolutely love them. If you want to be frisky, you know, maybe sprinkle a money line there, but uh, definitely when you're catching double digits, uh, it's, it's an elite option. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to hijack you here a little bit since that was my first play. Uh, and I won't make you go back to back. I'm going to give my Warhammer so we can give the Warhammers at the top. We've already given out Fresno plus 12. Uh, I'm going to go to a game that I, I don't even know if this game is on your radar, but to me, it's 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 my favorite play of the year so far. Actually, uh, I've already have three units on this game, which is my largest single single game wager of this college football season. Uh, and we're going to go to Western Kentucky at Indiana. That is my favorite game of the year so far. So uh, uh, Indiana opened up as a seven point favorite. It flirted down to six and a half. I, I did hit it at six and a half yesterday. It has refloated up to seven. Um, this, uh, this number here, like I said, has just been floating, uh, back and forth between, uh, six and seven, uh, with Western Kentucky catching 84% of the tickets and 92% of the cash and insane volume, top 10 volume on this game. People are obsessed with Western Kentucky in this game. And I understand it's a traditionally scrappy team. Western Kentucky has only played one game this year and they beat Hawaii two weeks ago. So I don't really understand why the Rusty Hilltoppers are getting all of this love. Uh, maybe people are just down on Indiana as well. Uh, they beat a good Illinois team, my Warhammer, last week, two weeks ago. Uh, they are coming off an ATS loss against Idaho last week. But I actually then dove into the numbers uh, – or excuse me, I dove into the game of Idaho at Indiana. They were down 10 nothing to Idaho at half as 25-point favorites. You know what they did in the second half? They had the ball six times, DB. Do you want to know what they did on those six drives? What do they do? They went touchdown, 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 kneel it to end of the game. They went on a 29 nothing run against Idaho in the second half. So, no, they did not cover the 24-point spread against Idaho, but they absolutely were hair on fire in the second half. And I expect them to roll that good momentum into this Western Kentucky game. Um, so, for the sake of transparency, I'm going to go ahead and give Indiana out at minus 7 as my warhammer. Um, but I did hit them at minus 6.5 yesterday when i saw that available and if you can shop around in five and six and a half i strongly advise that below the seven but for the sake of the pod i'm going to go ahead and give out indiana minus seven as my warhammer and my favorite play of the college football season so far i mean there's no money on indiana that doesn't scare you at all not at all like i said dive into the numbers this this team was hair on fire against idaho last week pennies on indiana uh and i am a majority of those pennies the Rusty Hilltop, they beat Hawaii, the worst team in college football two weeks ago. Congratulations. Congratulations on your Mickey Mouse week one trophy. I do not care about that at all. I, I would, like I said, just for me, I would like a little bit more backing from other Sharps to call it my favorite game in a decade or whatever you called it. 
favorite play of the year so far. That's I mean, as, you know close to as strong numbers wise as Fresno. I'm telling you. All right. I mean, I don't, I don't hate it. I mean, eighty-four percent dog. Like it's an automatic play on the other side. It's strong. I just expected 90, 92 percent of the catch, top ten volume. People are pouring money onto the hilltoppers. And what has the line done? It flashed down to six and a half and immediately bounced back to seven. I, I love, think it, love, love. This is a disrespected. This is a disrespected Hoosier team. I think it's potentially a pretty strong play. I'm just saying for calling me yesterday, I saying it's play of the decade, five unit play. Didn't didn't say it was play of the decade. I said it's my favorite play of the season so far. That's what I said. And I stand by it. And who right. who who on this pod is undefeated in Warhammers? Is it you or is it me? I mean, it's a nice play. I'm just saying I'm a little disappointed. I'm sorry. All right. Well, we'll see you next week when I'm uh, I'm spoiled in riches and you're uh and so I'm assuming you're not is this one of your plays or no? No, I didn't even I didn't even look at this one. Uh, Ridiculous. Hoosiers. Who's your baby? Come on. Next. Going to, uh, SMU plus two and a half at Maryland. Open plus three. Now down to two and a half. Overwhelming 75% on Maryland. 50-50 split of the cash. I think that's going to indicate a little bit of sharp movement on SMU. Both teams have good quarterbacks. I expect a high-scoring game. I believe SMU has the best quarterback. Tanner Mordecai, fifth in the nation in touchdown passes last year. Give me a slept on a uh, short dog here. SMU plus two and a half. Sprinkle a little bit on the money line. Love it. Love it. Uh, yeah, I did have SMU on my radar. Not enough to make it an official play, um, but I absolutely see what you got going on there. So don't hate it at all. All right, we'll keep it moving because I know we were a little bit long-winded on the Warhammers there up front. Uh, for my next game, I'm going to go to uh, Miami at uh, Texas A&M. Uh, of course, classic Texas A&M to falter last week and uh, fall down with high expectations in an elite draft class falling to uh, the boys of Boone, North Carolina, the state I'm in right now where game day is, which is Appalachian State. Uh, again, great volume on this game, ninth most tickets, just a little bit more than the Indiana game. Um, and it opened at eight, it's down to six and a half, 60, 72% of the tickets on Miami, 60% of the cash on Miami. Miami really hasn't played a real opponent yet. I think it's like Southern Miss and some other cupcake team in week one. Uh, so I like Texas A&M in a bounce back spot here under a touchdown. Go ahead and give me Texas A&M minus six and a half. Hmm. I mean. Texas yes. All right. I like it. Sorry. I was just looking at it. It's fine. It's fine. I like it. I like it. I like it. It's a, uh, it's, a, right. it's a bounce back spot for Texas A&M. No, no, no. I, was, I was kind of the numbers were weird. All right. They're, they're fine. Though. I like it. Uh, all right, I'm going to go to a really, really gross one. Uh, Iowa, minus 23 at home versus Nevada. Open 22, moved up the full point. Uh, 31% on Iowa, 41% of the cash, fade the trendy dog. In my opinion, there's no world where 70% of the bet should be on a 23-point underdog. That's just way too much. Both teams coming off this disappointing week. Nevada just lost the incarnate word last week. I don't even know who the fuck that is. Iowa losing 10-7 to Iowa State. This feels really disgusting. I don't know if Iowa can even score any points at all, let alone cover a 23-point spread. It is so gross that I have no choice to bet it. Give me Iowa minus 23. Yeah, again, another game that was on my radar here. Um, I mean, Iowa's offense is, is the laughing stock of the country, but their defense, again, is a national championship defense. So uh, what I read from this line is that – 
they're you know they're basically daring you to take Iowa because they're like, oh, Iowa has one of the worst offenses in the country. Here you go. Here's a here's a three touchdown spread for you to to munch on. So I do like it, and Iowa is clearly the sharp side on this one. But I totally agree with you. What happens if the defense doesn't score any points? Do we trust the offense to get oh, over no. three touchdowns? The defense, this is three, four turnovers this game. To exactly. Shot at this. That's probably Tuddy what... or special teams, Tuddy, like the, to even have a chance. I definitely agree with that. So, uh, again, stayed away from it from an official play. But, uh, like I said, the board was really speaking to me this week, and uh, Iowa was definitely one of those plays as well. So strong week. I mean, it, you said you said six and two last week. I'm calling six and two this week. Uh, cool. Uh, all right. For let's see, where do I got here? So for my uh, last play here, oh man, I was really torn here on where to go for my last play again. I really like the board. Uh, I you know was looking at Cal Notre Dame. I was looking at Florida. Um, but where I'm going to decide to go here is to a team that has actually been a part of the slate every week for us, which is uh, BYU at Oregon. BYU opened up as a six and a half point dog down to a three and a half point dog. Not normally something we would do here, taking something uh, that has 75 percent of the action and 61 percent of the cash. But I think that Bo Nix and this Oregon offense is not legitimate. Um, and I'm really just banking on BYU short of showing themselves as the top 25 team that they are here. So this is as much of a fade of Bo Nix in Oregon as it is an investment on BYU. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and take BYU plus three and a half as my last and final play of the week. All right. Didn't catch that one. I like the line movement though. All right. I'm going to uh, Arizona state. Minus 20 and a half at home versus Eastern Michigan. Opened at 18, two and a half point line move. 60% of the tickets on Arizona State and nearly 85% of the cash. Uh, my main thought is why the fuck is Eastern Michigan playing 11 p.m. Eastern game at Arizona State? Uh, that's kind of a weird time and to get your body started at that hour. I don't know. I just think it's a weird spot for Eastern Michigan. Arizona State has covered two straight as 20 point favorites. Eastern Michigan has not covered their last two times out as double digit dogs. Give me Arizona State to win by three touchdowns here. Minus 20 and a half, Arizona State. I did not even look at this game, so this is my first time looking at it. I have nothing to add other than uh, if I had to find a loser on your board, it, it might be this one. So, got nothing to add there. All right. <laughs> uh, any other games that uh, caught your eye this weekend? Uh, yeah. I kind of wanted to – Fade Kansas this week after coming off that West Virginia win. Houston minus eight and a half. I glanced at forty-seven percent. What else we got? Uh, what, about, what do you think? What do you think about uh, UTSA Texas? Texas coming off, uh, you know, a, a, a brutal L against Alabama, and there's all those stats about you play Alabama and then you're just fucked the next week. Roadrunners have looked really good this year. Obviously, we hit them mutual play week one. Um, yeah, what do you think? Uh, yeah, definitely UTSA letdown spot for Texas. Uh, what about Charlotte, Georgia State? Uh, also, Georgia also, State, go ahead. Georgia State is like a team I just keep hearing about in the in the betting world. Uh, you got some books down to nineteen. Yep. Uh, running at twenty and only twenty percent on Charlotte. Charlotte is a team that fucks me every year. I think feel like I bet them two or three times a year and I always lose. One hundred percent. I think we. Yeah, I mean, obviously you're coming off a of Georgia State dub. Great call. Very sharp pick. I uh, loved it last week. Absolute winner. Uh, but I think this might be a good time to sell high in Georgia State. No, I mean, this this 
this this reads as a Charlotte line if there is such a thing. But yeah, I have no I, I have no desire to get on this game. Exactly. Charlotte, one of my first. Yeah, the other one that was really gross in the same vein as Iowa was the Michigan UConn game. Uh, 47 to 47 and a half, somehow 56% on UConn. Who are these people? <laughs> uh, but and 76% of cash on Michigan. So I thought about that, but when I'm only doing four plays, like, am I really like going to go out of my way to bet a 47 and a half point favorite? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I completely agree. I mean, and especially that's why, I mean, part of the reason why I don't like the Hilltoppers is everyone is just donkey punching Hawaii in the face. And I just think you got to throw that out and basically say, that's not a real team who, you know, so you got to evaluate from there. Um, last one uh, that I just want to get your opinion on is uh, Notre Dame Cal. Like I mentioned, it was the first out for me. It looks like a Cal number, but you know, do we think Notre Dame at home bounce back? Can they can they defy the odds there? I mean, I would have to look into it more on why it moved three points. That is a lot of points to move. Uh, twenty six for six is not that much cash with only I mean quarter of the tickets and twenty percent of the cash. If this was like 25% tickets, 45% cash cow with this line movement, I would really like it. But I like to see like a little bit more money on my line moves uh, to kind of back up that line move for me to like it. So I would say I, I don't really have a read on that game at all. Yeah, yeah. Stay away from me, but I definitely was leaning cow. Um, cool. Anything, anything else uh, you got on our radar for the listeners? Not really, man. I haven't even looked at FL yet. EPL is still canceled because the Queen pretty much. Wolves play tomorrow. Man City, I'm sure they'll get their teeth kicked in. Uh, and a, score brace, I guess. Uh, NFL, uh, Patriots in a bounce back spot. One of the sharpest plays of the week. Uh, so go ahead and take the Patriots. Uh, go ahead, money line. I'm, I'm, guar- I'm guaranteeing a Patriots dub this week against the Steelers. Uh, that's my NFL play of the week. How many wins for the Patriots this year? Uh, I mean, their over-under of eight and a half was accurate. They're going to be – if we can hit that over, I'd be over the moon. I'd love to hit nine wins and be threatening for a wild card. That's I think that's our ceiling for the season. No playoffs. Uh, I think that's our ceiling. I think our ceiling is nine wins and we get a wild card berth. Belichick's last year. Nope, 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 nope. Suck a dick. Philly sucks. Jalen Hurts isn't a real quarterback. You have a running back as a quarterback. Bring in Gardner Minshew. Uh, are you thinking about just cheering for the Bucks full time? I am not. Uh, Tom Brady love is on hold until he retires. So eat a bag of dicks and you know that. Don't try to embarrass me in front of the listeners. I would never. All right. Well, it's been a, been a pleasure. George Michael, take us away. You scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> As I take your hand and lead you to the dance floor As the music dies, something in your eyes Calls to the silver screen and all it's sad goodbye I'm never gonna dance again